Hey guys, this is the Money Mind Profit Podcast. Um, so, what are we? Or what are we going to be talking about? I want this to be raw, authentic. We're going to talk about all things real estate, crypto, stocks, entrepreneurship, business, fitness, investing, credit cards, lifestyle, cars, fashion, dating, books, and self-development. And so, I'm here sitting with David and Juan Carlos. So... David, can you tell us about what Money, Mind, Profit podcast means to you? Yeah, so I think our whole goal here with this podcast is to talk about topics that will relate to a lot of people with, with backgrounds like us, um, Gen Z, growing up you know, here in, in the States, yeah. um, kind of wanting, wanting to, to do something in business. And so we want to relate to that crowd uh, it, it might, this might relate to even, even the older generation, younger generations, you know, coming after us. But I think we want to relate to a lot of that, a lot of that crowd, people wanting to do something in business, um, people that are, that are investors, young professionals, um, and even entertainment. I mean, that, I think <laughs> all, all things, I, 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 all things aside, yeah. we, you know, we want to be a form of entertainment too, but we want to provide value first and foremost. Right. Um, so for me, that's kind of what, what this podcast means. What about you? I, for me, is just uh, informing, entertainment, being someone to hear out. And if, like, those ideas, I know there's people out there that might have the same ideas as us. And um, being young, I think a lot of people <clears throat> don't see us as credible or, um, how do I say it, uh, maybe... Credible, we, we don't I mean, just have experience, that, maybe. Yeah, um, I mean... Just being entrepreneurship, I mean, there's a lot of people that have their own business and they're young and uh, we, I wish that we could push them, you know, and this be extra motivation and just do, just be, uh, be fun with it or uh, do fun with it, whatever, um, but just to be consistent and upload, hopefully, uh, upload, we will do every uploads every Wednesday. Yeah. So full transparency, this is our first podcast episode. Yep. Full transparency, we recorded this prior to, and the camera died on us. So yeah. this is actually our second take. Yeah. So maybe in the later future, you guys will see that first podcast. So that would be bonus, maybe once we're fully developed in that, in that time. But um, so this is day one of not being sponsored yet. Not being sponsored if you guys have any business inquiries, feel free to reach out at the link below. Um, we're open to partnering with yep. with uh, causes that you know we we both would agree on. So yeah, so this is day one, not being sponsored, and we're filming this in January twenty ninth of twenty twenty two. And so, who are we? Um, who are you, David? Yeah, that's a pretty broad question. Um, so for me, I grew up here in the in the Milwaukee uh, area. Uh, I grew up in Greenfield, Wisconsin, which is right outside of Milwaukee. Um, I grew up playing sports. I was always really athletic. I was kind of the energizer bunny that wouldn't stop running uh, around the house. I would jump on the couch. I would jump on the bed. I would break things. I broke window panes. I, for fun, would actually kick a soccer ball against a fence because I was a soccer player growing up. So I basically... Uh, was born with a soccer ball at my feet. <laughs> yeah, me both. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I played soccer uh, all, all growing up. Um, <clears throat> I was an athlete. I didn't play any other sports. Um, 
I didn't really yeah. think of it. My parents didn't really put me in anything else. It was kind of just soccer, and, it, and that was it. Okay. Um, so that was, uh, like, elementary school? That was, then, yeah, that was elementary school, high school. middle school, high school. Yeah. Did you have any uh, business ventures while you were in uh, high school, like, selling stuff at all? Like, what, what, like, brought you into the entrepreneurship to, you know, like, damn. <clears throat> I know, again, we talked yesterday, but, I mean... Um, yesterday was our, was our initial first, yeah. first take. This is our second take. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, did you have any ideas about like selling stuff at school or like maybe I know back in the day, airdropping was a thing, not yep. airdrop, uh, drop shipping, drop, drop shipping. shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, did you have any ideas of those or like stocks, um, any influence in those? Yeah. So I wasn't like those kids selling candy at, at, at you know, school and yeah. reselling stuff like that. Or even shoes, you know, sneakers and stuff. Yeah. But a little bit, um, I did try to get into like eBay reselling. Yeah. What kind of sneakers are you wearing right now? Got some some Royals, some Jordan One Royals. Yeah, repping the squad. Got some dunks yeah, over here. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of over I overpaid for these, way <laughs> overpriced. But if you guys could guess how much I paid for this, um, I'll do something. I don't know, but if you guess how much I paid for these, and if you know, you can't comment. But can't comment. But um, again, yeah, no. Growing up, um, I didn't. I guess where my my fascination I, I would like be fascinated with games like The Sims, yeah, and stuff, and like literally growing an empire or like uh, I would play Pokemon all the time. Oh yeah, Pokemon I would try Go. to get the best like no like like just so, yeah, yeah the regular Pokemon. Yeah, and I would try to get the best Pokemon. Um, I would try to get my squad as strong as possible, and then I would I would find some of these games. I had I remember I had a Sim City game that you would like grow and scale a city. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always, that was always fascinating yeah. to me, but like in high school and stuff, I didn't really sell anything. I tried to get into like eBay reselling and stuff like that, yeah. but there wasn't much content, yeah. um, back so then. So you knew the value of money at that time. I, well, how old are you? Like maybe 16, 17 yeah, at the time? Yeah, I was like 16, 17. Um, it wasn't so you, until I yeah. got to college that I was like trying to actively do something. And that was when yeah. drop shipping, um, I tried to do drop shipping with like, like two grand yeah and that just wasn't enough even yeah to, to to get started um after drop shipping i tried to do amazon fba mm -hmm. with like 2500 okay lost all that oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. yeah and then I mean, uh, yeah i mean off and on there was like periods of wanting to do forex trading yeah and i probably did you ever get suckered in into like one of those like uh like maybe like on markets live yeah maybe something like that i don't yeah, even know like um, i know i, I actually, get contacted a lot of by people uh, i got introduced to our markets live my sophomore year of college yeah. so uh, that would have been it's like a exp 2017 2018 like no i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's like that it's different but no no but i'm like i it's it's kind of hard to explain because forex you it's like you're not actively selling something you're actually like you have to look at charts and, but you're actually, but you're not actually, but you're like, I mean, that's selling a, a program. It's a multi-level marketing. Yeah, I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what, I, that's it's, what I was It's multi-level marketing. Um, I wouldn't put EXP in that category. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. But, yeah. But I mean, it's like the, they have the same, like, I'm not saying that EXP is like, like that, but I'm saying like, they have 
the same amount, like getting paid as EXP. You know how, like if someone sells something underneath you, like in your bottom ladder, you're you get a percentage of that. Yeah, but yeah. Th- I'm th- that's what I'm referencing to. But let's let's go back to. Um, you said you were doing forex. I tried off and on to do it. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple people that I would follow on social media, and they would get me on it, and then I would be like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm gonna try this and. I would blow accounts like all the time. Yeah. So like I would try to start with $300 and then do like 100x, 500x leverage. Yeah, I mean <laughs> and, like, leverage is not a good thing especially one, when you're starting because in one trade is just like Yeah, one trade could you know and and it just could blow you up. Um I wonder what happened to the lights, I don't know. I don't know. Uh it, it yeah, it was a couple couple times where I blew a couple accounts and so after a while, um, you just you don't really try to do it again. Yeah, um, I mean, don't. especially if you're losing that much and that many times. I mean, yeah, it's kind of rough. So um, yeah, and and at the time, I didn't really have a crazy paying yeah. job because I'm in college, paying for that, and I basically would throw all of my extra money into all these ventures. Yeah, which were. Which was like oh, which, all these, oh, yeah, okay. all these, yeah, all these. Until you found your spot. All these things, yeah. Um, and so that is that during college, like you're doing that. Yeah, this is yeah. pretty much during yeah. during college. Okay. Not not I w- I guess too many people didn't really know about all this stuff. I was yeah. kind of just doing this on the on my own, like mm-hmm. all quiet and stuff. Doing that on YouTube, like <clears throat> looking it up and stuff. Oh yeah, YouTube yeah. YouTube University. Um, yeah. YouTube University is great. That's kind of how I found a lot of these people that I would you know I drop thousand dollars here for a course three hundred dollars here for for this um content and so that was kind of what pushed me to to start those things but it just i I wasn't able to to create the connections quick enough and i didn't have a big enough budget as far as capital went to to go through some of these learning curves that that you got to go through in these businesses um because you know, if you want to do Amazon FBA, well, you, you got to be, you got to have a, a budget behind you to do that, yeah. to be able to withstand that, that growth, that learning curve that, mm-hmm. that you need to, to go through. Um, because in the beginning, you're not going to get too many sales. Yeah. Um, I know, I know people still do it, but it, yeah, they're, they're, I, I, I'm, you still do it. Yeah. I know that there's, but there's you some people that it. are profitable. They're don't long, long, like long into it. So like maybe three, four or five years. Yeah, you can I know. Still do it. Like new, like starting anything you do, starting I think it, it does take some some time, um, but <clears throat> so you, you can still do it. I mean, you could yeah, I, if you yeah. if you create a private label brand, um, white label it or whatever. You could you could sell on Amazon, drop ship it, um, and then and genuinely create it into a brand brand, like yeah. an actual like online presence brand. But think about that now. You're you're now you're you're venturing it into like an actual like creating a brand not just like amazon yeah. fba right amazon fba was just a way to to market um a way for a lot of these experts and gurus to market this uh this like a product learning, right? this learning yeah this this product this mm-hmm. this course that that mm-hmm. they would sell you um and you know i i was like okay cool and and i learned a lot about amazon just selling on amazon like okay. that so i, I mean, did you make any money at all like um yeah or- I, I made a little bit, maybe like five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And then, what was like the? How many things? Did, what did you sell? 
Did you sell sex toys? No. No? What did you sell? Drugs. So, okay, so <laughs> this, there's a funny story behind this. Um, I probably spent, I bought a course for like $1,000 just to teach me kind of the business model. Right. Right, because you gotta you gotta learn from somewhere. You gotta right? learn from somewhere. Who you did you learn from? There's a guy by the name of Dan Dan Voss. Dan Voss. Dan Voss. Um, yeah, he was a Amazon FBA seller, and he was killing it. Um, so I, I was doing product research for like, probably for like two days straight. Yeah, I'm talking like ten, twelve hours straight. How how would you research like just on like social media? Or? I, I had a, a service that would help me figure out and filter um, like competition between each uh, product category. Okay. And and narrow down which ones would be easy to rank on Amazon because the whole point is to get your your ranking optimized um, on Amazon FBA. Is that like when you search something? You want it right because yeah. if you search like coffee grinder on, on Amazon, you, you want to be, be the on first the one first page, right. but coffee grinder is already like really, really like, um, how should I say it? It's, it's, um, saturated. Okay. Right. It's saturated. So you can't just expect to, you know, private label a coffee grinder, uh, product and, and put it on Amazon and it's going to sell. Cause you got to be optimized for that first second page. Yeah. So that was what the product research I was doing. Plus you also have to think into account like, okay, if you're going to, if you're going to get into Amazon FBA and you're going to be ordering product quantities of, you know, 2000 yeah. at once with your own branding, your own marketing. Well, that's a lot of capital to put in. Yep. Also, you got to keep into account shipping costs. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. So not just shipping so costs. How would you get the product? I mean, would it be like sourcing Baba? Yeah, I mean, it, you you go down the rabbit hole with with sourcing. Um, right. You could find people through Alibaba. Normally, those are like middlemen. Yeah. But then you you start to ask around. You start you to would, like literally uh, call. I, these I saw people. a TikTok. Don't get advice from TikTok, but uh, <laughs> I uh, this is a video I saw. Uh, a guy going like he literally went to like China. Yeah. And went to like an expo. It's real. And find a manufacturer to yeah. to. I mean he. But he cut out the middleman and just started working with the directly. Um, yeah, directly, and so. But I, I mean, I didn't have time yeah. or money to go. To I mean, China. that you you obviously that's a whole different. That's why uh, I say you gotta have yeah, a budget though, because if you can, if you want to start like genuinely in Amazon FBA, mm -hmm. you can't like half-ass it right. and expect to be successful. Yeah. Like, and, we, I, and I honestly, <clears throat> I was gonna go down that route, but I honestly, I just it didn't intrigue me as much. Like I. I know I saw back in the day there was a lot of people like advertising on like YouTube be yeah. like hey this is how much I made on 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 my Amazon drop shipping and you're downloading my course and I'm like damn I'm going to you watch this like 30 minute introduction about yeah. how to do something and then a webinar and then oh, yeah a webinar and then they sell and then they, they go for the clothes they go for the clothes and so, some of them you might get them but shit I mean I mean uh, I don't know I didn't I, it, it didn't intrigue me as much as like stocks and mm -hmm. real estate. I mean, I, people are doing it. People, it, yeah, it works. People are doing it. Yeah, it if works. You stick to it. Yeah, um, it works. I'm not. I'm not saying it doesn't work. Okay. I'm just saying that I learned from my mistakes and I didn't have a big enough budget. Yeah. To to do Amazon and I didn't do enough due diligence. I kind of just try to do it just like, just like, ha like in and very, out. Very very sluggishly um, okay. and not the smart way either. Okay. Because it's like I'm spending all this time trying to figure these things out. When if I would have did something like that, where I went straight to China, China, um, and went straight to the source and figured a manufacturer for the product exactly that I want, well, that 
would change things a lot. Yeah. Um, I also had to have a big enough budget to, to, um, to sustain a launch because there's, there's launch services that you can do, or you can figure out your own launch if you're really good with, um, with, you know, like digital ads, marketing on Facebook, um, through their, their ad platform, all that. There's so many different ways in which you could launch a product. What I, what I see is that it's just like so many like variables to be doing that. There, there is, (laughs) there is, but it's a really, really good way to learn online business. It's a really good, but it can be expensive too. Especially like now in the future where, uh, the pandemic where like everyone was shopping online and I mean, people who, who are already plugged into that probably made millions or something. Yeah. And then you got to understand the the cyclicalness of selling on Amazon too. Like Q3, everybody's like loading up for, for the holidays, right? Oh yeah. For holidays and, and, um, I mean just, yeah, holidays. Yeah. uh, Black Friday. Oh yeah. Black Friday. So Amazon prime day and all that stuff. And so like, there's a lot of you got to take into account a lot of things mm-hmm. when you're when you're when you're buying in large quantities and stuff like that. So it was it was honestly just a good experience um, yeah. just to learn from from that and I I don't take it for granted. Yeah. Because now I, I'm on. Was the that path. the only like business venture you were doing? That uh, was that was the one that I went in like the deepest. Okay. I would say. Would um, you ever think about doing it like going back yeah, to it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would totally. Yeah. Think about doing it um, later on. I, yeah. Now that I know kind of what to expect yeah. and, and how it goes, I would just need a bigger budget okay. um, and be more involved. Yeah. I but, mean, hey, if anyone knows, if someone could break <clears> it down <throat> and could help us out, you know, that would be great, you know. Um, you know, why not? Um, so, <clears throat> so besides drop shipping. Um, drop shipping, Amazon FBA. Yep. Um, well, I mean, what else did you, what, what else intrigued you in, in well, the, I know did, you said, so you, you were doing Forex for a little bit. Um, get into it for a little bit. Um, but I mean, what I see is that you're always hustling. I mean, right. Uh, you're always, always trying to be on digital. I was trying to figure out a way to, to make money. Uh, yeah. Digitally. Um, I wanted to be kind of that digital nomad where I could, I could have a business online because I knew everything was going online. Um, and then, and then I really came to the realization, well, okay, if I ever want to start something like this, I can't, I can't just like try to do the bare minimum to start it. Like I got to go all in. Right. So I got to have like a job to where I could like work, right? Trade my time for money and then leverage that money into an opportunity like this. Oh yeah. And and grow that, you know, that business, that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right? So that that was when my mind started to shift gears where I was like, okay, well, I kind of feel like I have shiny object syndrome right now and I need to focus on just getting set uh, and stable financially to where I can't afford to put money into these opportunities yeah. and my success rate goes a lot higher. So did you have a part-time job? I worked at GNC. GNC? <laughs> so you were selling, at, you're worked, basically selling drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Pres- not prescribed, but I don't know, but you're selling pro what, what, what was like the most crazy experience you had at GNC? Um, something you were like, man, what the heck? A lot of people would come in for a nisetol. A what? A nisetol. What is that? Uh, is that like? It's a white powdery substance. We won't speak of that anymore. But okay. I think you can catch the drift. Cocaine? No. No. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't know. But they would buy the big nisetol, and uh, 
the store GM was always uh, having those behind the counter and telling me to keep an eye out on who would buy an isotol. And I don't judge, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, I don't even know what that certain, is. Certain kind of people were buying an isotol, <laughs> right. um, and that was that was pretty frequent. Yeah, um, I mean, you would get like. You'd sometimes get like old guys wanting to come in and buy like test boosters for certain things. Yeah, you catch gotta, my drift. <laughs> yeah, we were talking um, earlier. Nah, I'm not even gonna say it. I mean, I mean, might as well just say it. Nah, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. like that's like normal, like GNC weird. Um, I never had anything like crazy happen in a store. Yeah, I worked there for like a year and a half. I want to say a year and a half. Okay. Did you get any discounts? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I got, I don't remember, I think I got 30% off, and then 30%. Some, sometimes I got 50% off on some things. Okay, cool. I mean, I think that would be super beneficial um, growing up, uh, especially if you're, I like mean, going you're to the gym. Yeah, if you're active. going to the gym, I mean, I, we, I go, we go religiously, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you don't, I mean, look, I, I don't take any more supplements if you want to take supplements for XYZ things. Yeah. Just make sure you got your, your diet. Um, yeah. point i would say yeah. that's the most important thing um make sure you're getting your micronutrients and then your macronutrients and you're eating right too getting your sleep um, getting your sleep eating yeah. right drinking the only thing i water. think is just uh creatine and pre-workout i mean that's the only thing um that i take so yeah uh, i mean those are i mean some you need the boost you need to get stronger hey creatine and pre-workout and yeah. so but yeah um Let's let's talk a little bit more about how I ended up where I'm at now. Oh yeah. So so you so let's wait. So let's recap. So f you did you're growing up forex uh drop shipping and then uh during that time I think you were trying to figure out what was working consistently and nothing and so worked. Nothing worked. Everything was big L's. Big L's. Fat fat, fat L's. L's. Everything was a fat L. And so what, like, what, like, what was your next venture? So I ended up, I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about what was next, but I kind of want to, like, preface what I'm, what I'm going to say. Okay. So I, I got connected with Grant Cardone, and he, he started my affinity for real estate. I already kind of knew real estate was important um, just because, you know, everybody, everybody here is like, 80% of millionaires or something have all their money in real estate. That's right. like, that's kind of like a saying. Um, <clears throat> and I saw a video by Grant Cardone my sophomore year of college. And, and ever since then, I was just hooked um, for the next six, six, eight months, something like that, whatever that semester was in college. Uh, I, I just watched his videos on real estate investing, multifamily real estate. And that right there was just like, it was like a drug. Yeah, game changing. Um, it was game changer, man. You start to learn how multifamily real estate works. You start to learn about all the tax advantages. Oh yeah. The tax benefits, um, cash flow from the real estate, how he how he positions himself in these real estate deals, how they fund money for these real estate deals, how they how they you know. Uh, leverage up on these real estate deals, the type of debt that they get, how it all works, how you get financing, how you get uh, syndications going, and and it, it really it's you start to really realize how powerful the whole real estate thing is. Um, and so I was already like, okay, well I want to be in in private equity side of real estate because that's where a lot of money is. Um, that's where that's where a lot of 
like wealth just in yeah. general is um you generational at, wealth yeah you know grant talks a lot about like blackstone and and all these like big big life insurance uh, companies that invest in these huge huge multifamily deals talking 300 units you know and and you're like well shit how do i how do i get a part how do you get a piece of this how do i right. how do i become a part of this well you can't you can't because those deals are only exclusive to the top one percent of the one percent of the one percent like trillion dollar companies that grant's talking about right so i want to you know i i'm getting out of college and like my my thought getting out of college was okay i'm going to work for a private equity uh real estate you know investment mm -hmm. investment firm um maybe work on acquisitions dispose um and, and hopefully you know i can make my way there and it didn't really work out because my daddy doesn't work at these places, right? Yeah. And all I saw was Caucasian, right? Males, yeah. middle-aged. That's those are the only people that work there. And um, a lot of older money, huh? Yeah, yeah. They they keep it nice and nice and close to them. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any connections there, uh, and and I didn't really build my resume in college because I didn't want to go to college just in general. The only reason I was going to college was just for my own family, right? Being okay. uh, first generation yeah. uh, Mexican, my parents are immigrants from Mexico. I I wanted to go to college for them because I wanted to be one of the first ones and you know all that. Everybody knows the story of, yeah. of that, right? Uh, realizing that college wasn't wasn't going to be the answer to to what I wanted out of life and and, and understanding the whole money game and, and how that how that works. Um and so coming out of college, I that's you think what it I, would have been different if you didn't go to college? I mean, yeah, if you didn't go to college. I mean, I don't really, I don't really think about that. I just think about the reasons why I went. I'm sure it'd be different. Yeah. I don't know if I'd still be here. Obviously, I wouldn't be here because, you know, I led you to where you need to be. I would take a different path. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm here. I'm here, and that's that's really. I don't. I guess yeah. I don't really look back, but <clears throat> I'm just looking. I'm, I'm reflecting on on the past because that that. That's what ended up That's happening. That's what it was. That's what it was. Um, and so I went. I went to college for them, but the whole time I, I'm like sitting there, like I'm in these classes. All these other kids are learning the same shit as me. Like I'm not, you know, nothing. Nothing wrong with college. Some people need to go to college to get educated on certain things yeah. and, and have a certain, uh, you know, strict curriculum how, for, how for what I they're going to do. Is that? I think if you're going to go to college to become a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor. Yeah, go to college. Yeah, but anything and an engineer, engineer. Yeah, we need that. But. Certain certain things you yeah. you do need. Uh, you know, some of this rigid schooling. But a lot of it, I mean, business. I mean, you learn from failure. That's how I see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think if you get connected with a really good business mentor, that's going to be a lot more valuable for you than just yeah. spending a bunch of money. And to the go to average college. college student is hanging out with average other college students yeah and I, that, okay so that was another thing is the, the kind of the culture that was that i was surrounded you know by um I, I stood out because i wanted something different than just like the average culture i mean i would go to the gym consistently and that was seen as like foreign like oh god this guy lives so much like yeah <laughs> like you know and now i, I stood your, out your right. physical self and for me it was like well i don't want to be like the average person like i yeah. don't want average things like i want a crazy life like an extraordinary mm -hmm. life like i want a life of growth and abundance 
And so being in college really made me feel a lot, very restricted um, and, and like I wasn't reaching my full potential. And so that, that was, you know, it, was, it kind of created some resentment towards being in that environment. And it was really, really um, taxing being in that environment. Yeah. So I, I never really uh, fully immersed myself in I mean, the in average anything. college student is drinking, uh, especially in Wisconsin. We have the most drunkest, uh, drunkest state ever. Yeah, we have the most, um, yeah. Most so, city of Cudahy has, I think, the most bars per capita. Yeah. We were talking in, about that yesterday. In the country. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. not too far from. So water. the average, the, the only thing we do here in the winter is drink, drink. And well, we drink. don't. Yeah, I, we, I mean, I, I obviously we don't. don't. But yeah, we don't. That's, but that's the culture the college, here in the college Wisconsin. Life, right? That's the culture here. But and nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, if that's yeah. what you want to do, but I know that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, coming out of college, I I didn't have a resume built, and I, I was actually, I was actually about to. Um, I was about to get a job as a bookkeeper. Ooh, we were about to run out of time. We have about like 15 seconds left. Hold on, let me check again. Keep going. I was actually about to get a job as a, um, as a bookkeeper. Hey guys, so I'm here editing the video and the camera died, so there is gonna be a part two to this and we're gonna start where we ended off. So um, that's gonna be in the next video, so be on the lookout for that.